This is a Sword of Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to a Sword of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about Marvel with Melody. Hi, Melody. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Today we are talking about the best Marvel movie in the whole 23 movie series, Guardians of the Galaxy. The best. Um, <laughs> what do you think about this movie? Is that the subtitle? Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, Galaxy, the, the best. best. Yeah. Actually, it's volume one. Oh, <laughs> volume one of the best. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I liked it. Um, I don't know if I would say it was my favorite of them. All right. That's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> I'm Ryan. Melody will never be on the show again. Please say goodbye to her. <laughs> um, oh, wait. I'm getting a foot massage. Uh, my rating is going up. <laughs> so this is like a totally different movie than the other ones it is i was gonna say that i was gonna say how it really felt like a whole new storyline oh (laughs) which it is um i mean there's very obviously like tie-ins to different things um this is the first time they mentioned thanos no no second thanos was at the end of one of the maybe it's the first time they mentioned him but or Thanos like, was in the post credits of one of the other ones. Okay. Like he actually was? Yeah. Okay. Like they showed his face or his hands or something. Okay. I, for, I think it was at the end of the first Avengers. Hmm. Um, Possibly. And um, they talk about Thanos giving Loki the army. Okay. In the first Avengers. Okay. I know we're like, we're still watching these movies too far apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty impossible to watch them close enough. Like... I don't know. I just feel like it's asking too much to watch them so close together. But anyway, I was surprised how much of Thanos we got in this one. I wasn't oh. expecting that much of him. Oh. Um, like, I felt like he was a pretty consistent part of the storyline. Hmm. Um, yeah. It wasn't just like one scene with him. But there's still only, there's, there was yeah. still only like maybe yeah. three scenes with him. Yeah. Maybe four. I mean, it's kind of like... Um, it's like the Emperor. I was in gonna say Empire Strikes yes, Back. Yes, that's what I was trying. I was trying to think if he's called Emperor Palpatine or Papa Palps. Yeah, yeah. I was trying <laughs> to think of what he was called, but yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, but you can tell that like he is what he what he turns out to be later on. Right. Yeah. Um, and I didn't remember that we got so much. Uh, I didn't remember how much. Yeah, I didn't remember that so much of this movie was about Gamora and nebula mm-hmm. um i didn't realize that they played as big a roles in this one as i had thought and i didn't yeah I, there was so much that i had forgotten about yeah. this movie i forgot that you learn like almost immediately well yeah pretty much immediately that gamora is part of thanos and ronin rowan ronin i don't know where you're going with this so like part of that whole group I oh, thought oh, that she's a bad person. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that she was like she came in as like a good person, and then oh, we oh. realized later, oh, she's got this tie into Thanos and Ronan. Um, but no, you like learn right away that she's part of that. Yeah. Um, this one it has like three uh, percent of it, maybe, is on Earth. Yeah. And so the Thor three? episode. I don't even know if I would say three percent. One percent. Yeah. The the Thor episode, we talked about uh, the confusion of, like, the realms, right? Yeah. We talked about how, like, in other movies, we go to other parts of the world. And this one, we, like, 
we haven't we didn't go to any of the realms that we know of mm. you know the nine nine realms seven realms how many realms were there nine mm, something like that um that asgard rules over mm-hmm. um but we do get some familiar stuff from a way earlier movie that we watched that didn't come out till after this movie um the second movie we watched was captain marvel and this has multiple tie-ins to that movie yeah they talk about the kree yeah so the kree ronin was in captain marvel right um he is a kree um the one of his guys korath i think the pursuer Mm. is in captain marvel he's like in this movie he had like the things on the side of his head oh yes yes okay yeah and i knew i recognized him but i couldn't place where he was yeah captain marvel he doesn't have the things on the side of his head okay um and i actually had to look up to see if it's supposed to be the same character because i was like oh well he looks different it's like the movies were way apart Mm -hmm. timelines way apart um but yes it's the same person okay um and yeah i just felt like it was a lot of tie-in to like it felt like in that universe like the captain marvel universe rather than like the captain america universe yeah uh, iron man universe it's like yeah. feels like two different things because of this one is so focused on outer space right where, whereas the other all the other ones are focused on earth yeah it felt even a lot more different than thor where they focused right. so much on the actual planets um versus like outer space right like, i feel like they do a lot of like hopping from place to place in um this one and a lot of time just flying around to be right. honest right um so yeah that that felt yeah i don't know and maybe he's i feel like um is it peter yeah um is a bit of like a wanderer mm-hmm. um he kind of reminds me of like han solo yeah. Uh, which I think is supposed to be. Kind of, I wouldn't be surprised if that was intentional. Um, but yeah, he, which Han is the same way. Like he just floats around. Like that's just what he does. And so I think Peter is kind of the same. Pete? No, Peter Quill. Peter. Quill. Quill. Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. I feel um, like this was, oh, sorry. I'd be, I'm confused. I mean, I think they tried to explain a little bit. The guy with the arrow and the whistle, he whistles for his arrow. Yondu. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Um, I feel like they tried to maybe like hint at some of uh, Star-Lord's like background, how he got from being ad- abducted to like gaining all these skills and um, suits or whatever, part, like equipment, whatever you want to call it, to like do all these cool things. Um, I'm a little confused about that. I just figure that. I mean, Yandu says how he picked him up, mm-hmm. and he was gonna feed him to his crew, and he saved him. He, mm-hmm. Like his crew wanted to eat him, mm-hmm. but he didn't allow it. So I just figured the kid stayed with him, grew up in that. Like those guys are like pirates, kind of was yeah. what I kind of picture them as. Bounty like, hunters, bounty hunters, <laughs> pirates, um, yeah, smugglers, that type of thing. Yeah. So they just are. Um, <clears throat> Going from place to place, stealing things. Yeah, but they're not really like, like they don't have superpowers. No, they don't really say. So that thing on Yandu's head is what helps him control the arrow. Oh. Because whenever he's controlling the arrow, that thing on his head like illuminates. Oh, I thought it was just when he was angry. No. So he has to, he whistles to control it, but that thing on his head like is his connection to the arrow. Oh, okay. So he Um, does have, well, I don't even know if I would call that like a superpower. It's like a, it's like a body modification. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, this goes into that whole other f- kind of like Star Wars where like 
like more than half the people you're seeing are not human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt way more Star Wars than any other Marvel movie. Definitely. And maybe that's why I like it more. Mm. Um, just because you're seeing lots of different types of th- things. True. Um, planets and cultures and people and or beings, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, what was that that we were watching where a crow was weird? Remember we talked about that? A crow? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nope, sorry. That's um that episode. Well, maybe it hasn't come out yet. It was with me and Molly when we walked when we oh. watched the Ewok movie. Oh. We were, we talked about how there's a crow in that movie. Okay. And how weird it is that that's like the only that's one of the only animals Oh, that we like, would recognize. Like earth animals yeah. like we couldn't like yeah. Hmm. Most of Star Wars has like there's never a dog right, or a cat. Right, right. It's always weird looking things. Yeah. But this one had a crow and then it had a horse later then too. Oh. Anyways. Was so. there a crow in Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Okay. What I was saying was this one felt like we don't see anything familiar really. Gotcha. Yes. That's where I was going with that. Gotcha. We don't see anything familiar to us. Mm. Um, Except for the 1% that's on Earth. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And then we find out close to the end of the movie that Peter Quill is not 100% human. They don't okay. explain at all what the other half of him is. They said his mother is human, um, but he's why oh. he was able to hold the Infinity Stone for so long is because he's... I must have missed that. I, To be honest, I there was like a few minutes where I fell asleep. So. I, I know you saw the end end, yeah. but then by the time I got to the post credit scene, yeah. you were asleep. <laughs> I know. I like <laughs> I was laying down at first and then I was like, oh no, I'm falling asleep. And so then I sat up and then, yeah, till the, yeah, that so helped for a long time. He holds but... the Infinity Stone at the okay. end. Yes, And I like he should have been dis- disintegrated right away like that other girl was. Yeah. I even thought about that when he was rescuing Gamora from space. Right. I was right. like, what? This guy's human. He should be dead like instantly. Right. Is, right. Yeah. But he wasn't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they show like something, they like show like the inside of his body later. They like, did a scan of him when they like oh, captured him the first time. Okay. And they like say something else is inside of him. His mother was human, but his father wasn't. Oh. He never knew his father. Right. That makes sense because his mom says that. I mean, well, she kind of, you kind of like, get that idea that like, well, his grandpa was going to take care of him after she passed away. And he didn't seem like he liked the way, like the grandfather didn't seem like he really liked the father, whoever he was. Right. And like the mom's describing the father, like she said, some people thought he was an angel or something like that like oh, that's how I, she's it's hard just, to hear what she was saying yeah yeah but, and she's okay, kind of out of it okay right and yeah. she's like heavily medicated and yeah. stuff um and then you find out at the and close to the very end um yandu says um that it's a good thing we didn't deliver him to his dad like we were supposed to or something like oh. that so I don't know if you, did you see the second movie? I don't think you ever saw the second one. I don't think I did. So does it, do they we'll go find into that? out. Yeah, oh, we'll okay. find out more cool. about that. That's so, cool. and that's the next movie as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I criticize just for a minute how unrealistic it is that that crew came together as quickly as it did? They were like literally fighting one minute, and then they're like an alliance the next. Yeah, but they're not all working towards the same goal. Well, they are when they're breaking out of mm. prison. Yeah. Well, they're breaking out for their separate goals. Drax wants to get to Ronan. Yeah. To kill him. And his ticket to get to Ronan is Gamora. Right. 
Gamora is only there because Quill has the has the Infinity Stone. Infinity Stone. And then uh Rocket and Groot are just there because they want Quill. Well, originally they want Quill for the forty thousand right. units. But then once they find out that that ball is worth whatever right. it was, two billion units or twenty billion or however much it was, mm-hmm. um, that that was what they were going to do. So they're like working together just to get a score, and Drax is there just to kill Ronan. So they're not they don't like each other. Gamora doesn't like them. Rocket right, doesn't like anybody else. Drax doesn't definitely doesn't like anybody. There's else. There's no point to like why would rocket and groot not either try to kill gamora and quill and take the or just take the infinity stone from them like like quill gamora and rocket and groot all have the same goal to do something with the infinity stone but and yet they're all like working together they're like oh we're gonna work together temporarily and then what well gamora is the only one who knows who's who knows the buyer that's paying them two billion units Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. Does it's she want to sell it also? Four billion units. Yeah, that's why she oh. was attacking Quill I thought to begin with. She just with. wanted it. No, she was selling it to the collector. Oh, right, right. right. She was okay. going to. Ronan sent her to get it. Yeah. And she, she was... said she was going to backstab Ronan and sell it to the collector. Gotcha. Okay. She, but she didn't tell who she was selling it to. So they needed her for that. I'm not sure why they needed Peter Quill, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was really unrealistic that like that they didn't just kill each other and go their separate way mm. and do something else with the Infinity Stone. They all um, had something. They all contribute something. Yeah, but they were also like, I don't know, all really like way more. They had way more reason to not be a team than to be a team. Yeah. So I don't know. I just seemed really, I don't know, unrealistic. Hmm. Like, is this movie even real? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was but, one of the movies. It's one of the Marvel movies that I couldn't take notes on because I didn't want to miss anything because I like it so much. Uh, um, so I didn't take a whole lot of notes. But um, go ahead. Another connection to Star Wars. Did you recognize the Ahsoka design on the ships? No. They had like the blue and white stripes, and then the outside part was orange. On what ships? The ones that made the big net around the front of Ronan's oh, ship. Really? Yeah. The Xandarian ships, the Nova Core ships. Was that uh, Glenn Close's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are they called? Nova Core. Nova Core. They're like the military of Xandar, I guess. Um. So I was talking to one of our listeners today, mm-hmm. and he said, when you guys talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, I have a talking point for you. And I was like, oh, well, we just watched it last night, but we didn't talk about it yet. He's like, okay, great. So you know how Gamora, her task in breaking into the ship is to shut down the shield to like the throne room okay. where yeah, Ronan yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Not the throne room, but whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Like they can break in, and then they can't get to that room because it's sealed. So she has to go... And unlock the shield. Right. And that like drop down thing underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as she does that, her and Nebula fight for a while. And as soon as she gets it unlocked, she fires a hole in the ceiling and yeah. jumps up through into the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why didn't they all just go down underneath, <laughs> yeah. fire holes in the ceiling and jump up through into the room? Yeah. 
Well, that was like even when they were breaking out of prison and she threw the infinity stone, the ball that the infinity stone was in. She threw it to rocket at one point and then he starts climbing up to some part like on the top of the tower and then she jumps up to the top of the tower and I was like, why didn't you just keep the ball and jump up to the top of the tower? Like why? What was the point of throwing it to rocket? I didn't understand that. Yeah, there were several different things. So the ship is not the colors I thought it was. It's like yellow and dark gray. Gray. I thought it was in the movie. It looked, oh, maybe it was this picture that I was thinking of. This picture kind of looks, whoops. I went away. Sorry. Um, I like how the ship is called the Milano, like Alyssa Milano. Oh, yeah. I think that's who it's named after. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Know. Anyway, it was just, a, it must have just been in the movie that I thought it looked like blue and white and orange. I think this movie has such a great uh, balance of comedy and action and emotion. Yeah. Um, you like, you get like the couple with Star Lord and Gamora. Mm hmm. Um, show them start to fall in love and her start to change her life choices like together they do good things but apart they did horrible things yeah right? yeah um and i mean i meant the whole group as far as that goes the yeah. whole group but um yeah and they've all had like he says they're all losers mm. they've all had like loss yeah um i don't know i feel like it does you don't really think of it much of as as an emotional movie like I didn't get emotional watching it, right. but I thought it still has that like serious relationship connection part. Yeah, um, that sometimes is missing from movies that are both action packed and funny. Yeah, or just action packed or just funny. They're missing that like they could be missing that connection. I thought this movie does so well at balancing all all this yeah. together. Well, in the beginning, like giving some of his backstory in the beginning really helps you. Yeah feel that emotion for him because you recognize like why he has these uh, this like trauma right um why he kind of is the way he is and stuff so i think that definitely helps too to tie that in yeah i I like the humor in it too there's so much like fun like there's so much humor without them actually having to tell jokes right um that i like a lot i mean i like ragnarok um did we get to that one yet no i mean i know i've watched it before but i think it's more like joke like one-liner kind of jokes versus like just like funny um, I don't know, like, yeah, funny scenes or whatever. I don't know how to explain that, but yeah. And I think you probably really, like, I feel like you and Star-Lord have, like, similar kind of humor. Mm, yeah. Um, similar so. interest in women. <laughs> do I, do green, I have green skin? <laughs> green women that carry swords. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that how you see me? Yes. Is that all you view me as, Ryan? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't. I love you, Melody. <laughs> love you, boo. <laughs> okay. Uh, something else I was going to mention. Mm-hmm. You said at one point, you said, wait, is that the guy from Gilmore Girls? <laughs> yeah. So he's like in Yandu's. There's two people from Gilmore Girls. Logan's dad. Oh, right. Is yeah. Quil- Quill's grandfather. Yeah. And yeah, Kirk. Yeah, I was like, "What in the world?" I I can't believe it took me till like halfway through the movie to realize it. Well, he's not in a whole lot of the movie. I mean, he's yeah, but I don't know. I like after I said it, I was like, I like thought that person looked familiar, but I, there was no way that I would have placed it to Kirk because Kirk is like 
not that character at all. Right. So that it's brings almost like me he to, was acting the whole time. That brings me to another point. Do you know who does the voice of Rocket? Bradley Cooper. Right. But mm-hmm. do you know who does the motion capture for Rocket? No. Kirk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like funny. they, he wears. I the guess suit. they just. I mean, he just has like an all green suit. Okay. But I guess they like need him there to know where Rocket's gonna be. Yeah. I saw um, you watching some like bloopers. After, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was like kind of going like, upstairs, and I saw, yeah, I yeah. saw them like walking together. So he and plays I saw somebody like holding a little thing. Yeah. So he gets to play two roles in Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool. And Guardians of the Galaxy two, and okay. um, I mean Rocket goes on to be in Infinity War and End or at mm. least Endgame, definitely mm. Endgame. But uh, it's cool. To, yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone else from Gilmore Girls in it that I know of. Mm. Yeah. What would you give this movie on a scale from... Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I do that, um, we do get an explanation of the Infinity Stones. At the beginning mm-hmm. of time, there was something and then something happened and then it was compressed into six Infinity Stones. Okay. The collector told us that story. Okay. Maybe you fell asleep during that. Yeah. Um, that's when he when they're like unraveling the ball. Okay. And you see the Infinity yes. Stone in the middle. He's explaining all yeah, this. Yeah. Um, so we know the collector has two already. Yeah. Right? Yep. Or does he get... Thor gave him one. Did he already have oh. one? No, they took him one and they had one somewhere else because the they didn't want to keep them together. Who is the... Oh, oh. Uh, Nick Fury has a Tesseract. Yeah. Nick Fury has a Tesseract. And they gave the Reality Stone, right? Yeah. That's the one that Loki had. Yeah. To the Collector. And so he was going to get... The Collector was going to get his second one. Yeah. The purple one. I don't know which one that was. Time, space. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so we do get a little explanation of the yeah Infinity Stones, where they mm-hmm. came from, what they do, who mm-hmm. they are. We have more later in the series, but anyways, what would you give this movie on a scale from one to ten orbs? <laughs> um, I would say. Probably an eight. Pretty high, but not not my favorite. Mm. But pretty high. I'd give it nine and a half orbs. Nine and a half. Yeah. Not even a ten. You said earlier today that this was your favorite. Yeah, but you can't give anything a ten, and that's like. Well, if the scale is least favorite to most favorite, well, there's still room for improvement. <laughs> okay. Star Lord wasn't shirtless nearly enough. <laughs> Chris Pratt got ripped for this role. Going from Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec to this. <laughs> I like how so this happened in like the later seasons of Parks and Rec. Okay. And they like take Oh what's yeah, his, what's they his talk, character. Uh uh I was gonna say Randy, that's not right. Um, Andy. Andy. <laughs> yeah. Um and so but they still kinda like make him look like they like dress him in too big of clothes. They like don't make him look fit in Parks and Rec. Even though he is very fit yeah and they even mentioned it yeah yeah yeah. is when they're in london and ben asks him he's like what i forget how he says he's like um how'd you lose all that weight and he's like i just stopped drinking beer it's like (laughs) wow he must have drank a lot of beer it's like yeah i did yeah um yeah that's funny yeah uh next is guardians of the galaxy 2 i'm excited now we get to watch whatever that's the subtitle i'm excited i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) um 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 
random Star Wars fact of the podcast? No, no, no random we don't Star Wars do that. No, we don't okay. do that. Besides the fact that the collector is in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Um, and in the collector's thing, we saw a dark elf. Yeah. In his collection. So he must have saved one from Thor. Mm-hmm. Who knows what else is that? The post credit scene, you're asleep, but they showed Howard the Duck was in the collector's collection. What's that from? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Okay. And then it's and then right after that it like listed who created Howard the Duck. Oh. So maybe that person had just died or something. I don't know what Howard the Duck is. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye bye. See you later, alligator.